What's up? Top, 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 go, my man. That's the Southwest Philly, Florida, man. Shout out to my cousin Burn. Shout out to my mom. Be away, all y'all, man. We out here, Southwest. The Southwest Philly, Florida. Only fans, welcome to another episode of the Goal Standard, episode 47. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the Dana O'Neill article, the rumors about the new City 6 tournament, kind of, sort of, quotation marks. We're also <laughs> going to be talking about the road trip we just you know, came from over the weekend in Kingston, Rhode Island, as well as talk about um, the games that we haven't really talked about since our little like hiatus, as well as talk about another potential road trip and then previewing uh, the two upcoming games for the week. Um, Dennis, would you like to – anything you'd like to add? E. Hey, hey, G, G, L, E, S, That's all. That's why we're a day late. Yeah. Right, Not a big so, deal. So, you want to start off with the Dana O'Neill article? Yeah. The Dana O'Neill article, which was a leak, right? Like, this was not official because as soon as Dana O'Neill posted it, shortly thereafter, all of the schools released a statement and that statement was basically like nothing is set in stone yet uh like pump the brakes like relax you know because people people jumped on it fast people jumped on it very fast and i think it was premature to kind of go go guns blazing because we're ignoring the fact that all of the six Division One basketball programs in this city met in the same room. Yeah. Okay. That that's huge. That's yeah, so, huge. That's what we're ignoring here when we people are freaking out. It, 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 it's it's we need to start there with that mindset. Is that first off, all six schools are interested in revitalizing the Big Five yeah. or slash city. Six. Or that is six. a huge. That is a huge step forward. The biggest step we've seen in years towards building this up to to what it should be. Yeah. Um, so so, so the article that's my sta- first thought on yeah. that. So the article stated that instead of, you know, having, you know, the big 5 and you know all four teams or all five teams play each other uh, you know, in this new format there would be they would include Drexel. So the six teams would be involved, the city six would be involved and they would play each other twice in November and then they would be put into two separate pods and they'd play again at the Wells Fargo Center. I guess later on, I don't know if it said November, December, but I really like that's a great idea. Um, you know, anything to kind of revitalize that. That's what Dennis was referring to. That's what Dan O'Neill was referring to in our article. So, I mean, whatever to revitalize the big five and the city six because it has been relevant for a while. And I mean, I feel like that would give it some juice. Definitely. It's the best course of action to give this thing some juice. I, I, I don't think you have to, you have to go, you have to kind of just think past the fact that it's not at the Palestra. You have to think past the fact that Drexel is involved. Now you just, you got to set those like traditional things aside and kind of think about it positively that this is an overall net positive for the Big Five and the City Six. Yeah, I'm going to call it the like Big Five. Also... It's like a conference. You know, the Big Ten has 14 schools or whatever. So this is the Big Five plus Drexel. Um, you, you, at first, you know, there's some there's some anger on, on the internet about it. And those people need to, need to take a step back and just think about it. Have we ever discussed this publicly ever? Has there ever been a rumor like this ever? No, there hasn't. It's it's generating conversation, which is overall a good thing. If 
if you see that the, we can't even get this thing going at the Palestra, like, don't you think it's a huge issue? And it's going to take Wells Fargo Center. It's going to take Drexel to turn this around. That's that's all. You, like, that's the state of the Big Five. It's in a very bad place right now. It needs all the help it can get. It needs a serious shot in the arm, mm-hmm. and we need we need to account for all of these factors, all of these things that make Philadelphia Philadelphia, and leverage them. Okay, we've got a lot of universities that have that have people that don't want to go to Penn on a weekday. Obviously, they don't want to see a game at the Pleasure on a weekday. Okay, that's a fact. We saw that. All right, we got people that are afraid to. They don't want to go into you know see a Temple play basketball at their Leah Corps Center, a beautiful venue. That's a fact. People don't want to go to those games. We've seen it all season. Temple has been playing really good basketball, and that arena is nowhere near it could be as far as capacity. But do people want to drive down to South Philly though? Like, yes, that is exactly. So? I, that's I don't the think. I don't spot. Know, you, you don't you think, think that's a good draw? I, I don't think that's a good draw. Like, if I'm an average fan, I don't want to drive down. Like, y- yes, you do. No, you would I'm take that out. over the Palestra. You would. Most people believe I would it or not. not. I know I'd rather go to the Palestra. You, you enjoy the traffic. You enjoy that no, stuff. I don't. But think, I guess some kind of bot. But I like. I know for a fact people don't want don't, to drive into University City at seven o'clock. <laughs> like they don't. They do, do not. But the thing is, if this is on a weekend, you think I? I don't. I mean, I feel like they need a lot of student buy-in for this to work. Yep. Um. So if these schools are going to bust these kids down, I feel like they need to do that. But from a how does that affect the that that's like I don't know, understand that part. Like it doesn't affect no, the I was conversation because there was no student turnout at the big at at the. Double header. There was no. Oh, that was because of the schools. That was the schools' fault. No, that's that what I'm saying. But I, I feel like, in, I, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. But I would like to see like a good student turnout for this thing. You will at Wells Fargo Center, but they're going to fill. Do it I up. know that? Do I? Yes. I, I, I feel like I honestly. Not... That's a, honestly a moot point. They're going to They're going to bust the students regardless of where it is because they all were in the they same room together. To the Palush. Like, they I don't they know. were all in the same room, I, so they're all invested, and they're all gonna bust people. Like that's an absolute fact. Like they're gonna. All right. They, I'm a little skeptical about this. I'm. I. I don't know. I like it's a really big venue. I, mean, I guess it doesn't have to be filled to the brim. Like, what are the expectations? Because the Wells Fargo fits what eighteen thousand. What's the expectation? Like, how many tickets? Like, what's the goal? Uh, like, what? Like, what is the goal to sell? How many tickets at this event? It's like 10, a no game. It's like a well, Nova game. Look at how, look how at the numbers for Nova attendance. That's what the expectation is. Three games for the price of a Nova game. So how much? Like, is that ten thousand? Yeah. That's all that right. sounds about right. All right, I would. That's I like the think, baseline. I don't think it's going to do that. That's fine. I I Rich, I think we're uh, putting the card in front of the horse right now when we talk about attendance. Like. I, I think that it, it's a good start, regardless of who who shows up. You know okay. what I mean? Like it's it's a it's a shot in the arm, no matter who but, shows up. It's going to be on TV. There's going to be, and I really do believe. Back to my original point, like the student sections, regardless of where they do it, they just need buy-in. It could be it could be in a local park outside. It doesn't matter. Like the 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 athletic directors are going to bust students there. Okay, that's what we learned. They are all meeting together. They are all bought in. They're going to bust students there. So that's that's a whole other conversation. Like the student body is just going to be a natural tie-in here. Like each university is going to want to boost that no matter where this game is played. So let's just like get that part out of the way. The major thing here is the attendees that have the money. The the they're all they're all in the suburbs. Okay. These people live in Jersey, Delaware, and the suburbs and the surrounding areas. And they don't drive into the city for a lot of things. They will go to Wells Fargo. And that's why the Wells Fargo is a better fit. Yeah, they know they're familiar. They're familiar. Oh, they go there every Sunday for the birds. You know, you know, people people can get there really easily. Like it's definitely when you think about parking, when you think about just the arena in general, it's very easy to get to if you're from the suburbs, which is a large majority of these people. So that's why like I think it's overall a really good thing to uh, although I do agree, I would you know, we all wish it was at the Palestra. This the state of the Big Five is in such disrepair that we can't we can't do, take this to the plus tree yet. It doesn't deserve that that spotlight. It needs to be built back up in a new format with a new system, and I think that this is the best way to do it. It's there's gonna be three games in a day. I don't think the Palestra 
has ever done a triple header. Like, I don't think they literally, I literally don't think they can do it. Like, I don't know if the scheduling will allow it. Um, but that is the goal is in the future, have it at the Plustra. But this is like, my mentality here is like, this is a starting point. And students aside, this this will bring more suburban folks out to these games. People uh, that I live further it. away. Because uh, you're taking a, a highway, you're getting right off the highway. Like yeah, you would a Flyers game, a Sixers game. I, I think I, I really do believe that. I, I you, you look at the numbers and, you know, it might not reflect that. But I guarantee you it's more of a draw that, that to but, go to Wells Fargo Center than it is to the Plusher. And that's an indictment on the Big Five as a so whole. In that's terms a bad, of – Overall, it's not a good look, but, like, that's where it stands right now. People don't want to go to the Plustra. <laughs> in terms of numbers, what what would you val- what would you say is a success for this event? If, if this event happens, how many tickets have to be sold for this to be a success? Because I think we just said. I thought we just said it. Well, I think like ten thousand. Oh, you th- okay? You think you think ten thousand? Okay, I don't. Okay, I would. I think it's going to do like six thousand. Yeah, I, I I do not. I could be wrong. When I you think love, about it, though, think about I'm it. People might not this. come in. It's it's going to be one ticket for all three games, probably. Yeah, six thousand. I don't think they're going to do six thousand tickets. You don't think that the last game of the night. For the championship, for the best school in the city, eh, Nova won't might, bump nah, that up. That's not even more. Nova will draw. Nova, yeah. Nova Are you will kidding? Draw. Like Nova, it'll be it, like, yeah, it'll be you, probably eight. Think about I'll it. I'll go halfway. Oh, yeah, be eight. Think, whatever. That's fine. I'll go eight. Think about it. Nova, like Nova's very pro for this. I don't know if you've noticed, but Dana O'Neill is the Nova writer, so like she writes all. Like Nova is extremely pro. This happening because they play here, they play at Wells Fargo Center like you know three or four games a season so this is very this is normal like this is their home away from home mm-hmm. they're gonna do their part and and i bet based on our current record and the future of these programs i bet nova will be one of those schools in the championship you never know you never yeah, know they'll probably play prime time everyone will come in like they'll rig it the, no <laughs> i'm assuming the championship game will be the, the last one probably the fifth place game will be first and then the third place game and then yeah. the first place game it'll build probably, up right It'll build up. So you're going to get LaSalle, Drexel, and then yeah, you're going to you get know, 3, St. 000. Joe's, Penn, or whatever. You're going to get 3,000 people for the first game. You're going to get <laughs> 5,000 people build up. All right. So 2,000 more people walk in for game two. Okay. And then mm-hmm. the championship game, we've got, we're reaching that 10K mark. All right. That's, that's what happens. That's what happens with triple headers. Like, that's what happens. That's what happens. It, like, that's, that's how it's that's how it's designed. It's designed so that you build up and we're getting into like some we're getting into the weeds right now. We should just be talking about like yeah. the 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 overall like growth that the big five is gonna undertake, hopefully. We should be talking like I'm not trying to talk about like the breakdown of like how how the numbers are gonna go. Like we don't know. We 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 won't we know. We know, don't, we, we know. It. We're just throwing darts against the wall. Yeah. But no, I mean it could be good exposure. Hopefully, you know people are watching this. Hopefully, I mean it, it, I li- I really like the idea. It's different. It's fresh. What happened this year did not work, and I'm skeptical that it will work. But I like the idea. Well, if you're skeptical that this isn't going to work, then then we need to abolish the Big Five altogether. Yeah. No. I, you know I, what I mean? No. I'm that. I, I don't think anyone cares anymore. Exactly. Exactly. So what's going to help it? If this doesn't help it, nothing will. You're yeah. adding Drexel, and you're gonna have an outright championship, but I, an outright I winner. I'd rather, I'd rather have it the Palustra. I know what I know what you just said, but like, if they have, like, I would, I feel like college basketball. I want to see atmosphere. You're not gonna get eighteen thousand filled. You could get the Palestra filled and rocking in corners, and that's what like I want a nice vibe. You're not gonna get eighteen thousand. Like it's not, it's not gonna happen. But that's I feel like in order for like you know what I mean, a seventh like a palestra is the perfect size to pack it in. I know what you were just saying about the location and you know people come from the suburbs and all that, but I feel like if that atmosphere was rocking like it could be at the palestra, it's not going to be rocking at the Wells Fargo Center. I mean, maybe it will be, but it's it I, is bigger. Yeah, it is. No, bigger. it's, it's like, bigger. It from a literal noise perspective. Yeah, the no, palestra is the best about, place. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because college basketball, I want to, I want to, I'm here, I'm there for the atmosphere. 
I'm there for the crowd. I'm there for the noise. I'm there for the bands. I don't know if I'm going to feel that kind of vibe because it's so big. But I think I'm at the point where I'll take it. Like, I'm at the point where I don't care. Like, I'll take anything. Any news is good news. So I'll take it. I know we both agree the plusture is the place to be. That's 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 that goes without saying. We've been banging that drum for years. Palestra is is the place to be. But when you have certain schools that don't literally don't want to play at the Palestra, yeah. what do you do? What's Temple. the solution there? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. What do you do, Rich? Like let, let's say you're pro Palestra. We need to play all big five games at the Palestra. You go to a school and they say, No, sorry. Like, what do you do? This is that. What do you do? This is that middle ground. This is that a, a place work, that they can what do you say? Doesn't mean it's gonna work. Rich, you gotta understand you gotta understand nothing is working except for this. But this is the it only way a, it's, it's gonna a work. Concept. What? No, it's it's a concept. It's not proven. But then again, what why did you like, work either? Okay, so the guy who invented electricity, I think they have to try it a few times to invent electricity. You know what I mean? The guy who invented <laughs> No, flight, I mean I'll, I'll believe they they failed a few times. Yeah, of course. This is not. We have stubborn athletic directors. We have stubborn people that want the money. They want the bottom line, and they do not want to go to the plusture. They absolutely do not. They I want to avoid the, the plusture at all costs. Center. That's what the ads are saying. At least two of them are saying we do not want to play at the plusture. They they are saying, let's play where we are all bought in, like money. The money works. Mm. It's sad, but this yeah. is the reality. So we're trying something new. All right. In order I, to shoot the big five, like get it a shot in the arm. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, that is the mentality we have to have. It is a sad reality, but this is the world we live in. We have people that don't care about the big five people that are not from here or whatever you want to say. And that's the reality. Like that's, I like, I, I really would love to have it at the plus trip, but, but unfortunately these schools do not. Okay. These schools do not. Right. And, and this is I the only bit. I, like, I bet you, I don't know. What what do you like? No, what, I, do you understand? Ahead. Like, you got to be like accepting of like this other prospect, this other way. There's another. Road. I like it, but I it's I, a like, bumpy. Road. I know some people who really don't want to drive down to the Wells Fargo Center in South Philly. Like, I feel like you some know, people. It's like ah, I got to go all the way know? down there. Wait, 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 Rich, you, in the parking lot. Like it's oh, like do no, you know? I'm saying like <laughs> that's a wait. lot of people. Like a lot of alumni, older people, like that's their mindset. Ah, oh, I gotta drive down there. I wait, Rich. Park. Rich, wait, 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 wait. You're saying uh, this about Wells Fargo Center? Yes, and a lot of people have that. Wait, a lot of people imagine. Would... Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. The Palestra is worse. No, that is like that is like ten but, times worse, and it's only ten but minutes no, but away. Look at all the people. You're going to get set. Palestra. Do you understand? It's a ten minute longer drive to get to Wells Fargo Center. Do you know how close the Palestra is to Wells Fargo Center? You know what I mean? No, but I know that, like, I have to drive down to South Philly. I got to park in that lot. What? And then it takes forever to get down. Like, it's the same. It's the same concept. You're you're telling I, me I don't think exactly how Palestra people feel. That's how Palestra people feel. The same thing. It's the same thing. It's just ten minutes further. All right. You know what like, I mean? I, I I don't like. I know some people have that concern. Are you playing devil's advocate? No, I'm not playing devil's advocate. <laughs> I, I might be thinking. I'm kind of. I guess talking. I'm kind of talking like my old man like i know he would not like i know he there's like he would have that wait i was just there's like one parking garage near the plus truck there's like i I know it's not easy but if you get early like i don't know i'm just i'm not (laughs) it's it's way easier to get to wells Fargo center believe me when i say it's way easier to get to wells Fargo center than it is the plus truck i mean it would be easier but i feel like or i might have just um, contradicting myself, but I don't think people. Actually, I, I guess I did, but oh, I don't. Boy. But I, I don't think people want to go to the like. It's kind of annoying because it's so big, the parking lot to get out of there. I mean, I could be in the minority, but you got to park I, like you're leaving, not like you're arriving. That's what that's the that's what all. But if everyone say. has that idea, all right. I don't know. I. We'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll see what you, happens. You gave it your best shot. It was a good devil's app. Like I, I don't know. I, I bet you there's some people who do agree with me. Yeah, I mean maybe if you take like, the I tradition don't out of it, I don't want to watch a college basketball. I don't. I don't want to watch a college basketball game at the Wells Fargo Center. Okay, like, have, that has nothing to do with the logistics, though. That has nothing to do. Like, uh, wait, what do you mean? like? 
it does. Like, I don't want to drive. I know it does. Like, I don't want to like it logistically because I don't want to drive down there. I, I don't know why. I don't want to drive down. It's 10 minutes because away. Like, park, I, I don't know why. Like, logistically, I don't because <laughs> I feel like it's a pain getting in there, getting out of there. And uh, I don't know. Uh, Feels I mean, like I it's I, a pain. I, I, yeah. I mean, I guess people take public transportation, I guess, if they wanted to. Um, this uh, Wells Fargo Center is located in South Philadelphia with f- three other major arena, ma- major venues. Like the World Cup's going to be there. Like they're, logistically, it's it's like perfect. That's why we chose they chose it for the World Cup. Like it's it'll be fine. Like I I think that we have to separate the the part with the tradition and like it needs to be a plusher, which I do agree with. We have to separate that from the reality of it. This arena is is a solution, and all these schools are bought in to it. They're bought into going there, and and I mean, you know I know it's like not ideal for most like the purists out there like they hate this they hate it but they need to just understand that this is not this isn't an this is just the beginning this is just the beginning this is called growing pains you know what i mean and one day it will reach a point where it goes back to the plestra and it has that that amazing atmosphere but we've got to start they got to start somewhere they got to hit the refresh button you know what i mean okay okay yeah i'll see it when i believe it yeah I mean, yeah, it, it should be a, a great time. I, regardless of how many people show up, I think it's still a, my whole my whole mindset here. Regardless of how many people show up, this is a positive step forward. And if you don't believe that, then you don't believe the Big Five should exist anymore. That's the fact. That's that's how. That's the fact. Yes, that is an absolute fact. I don't know. I just feel like, yeah. I mean, I'll. I'll I know it's a good concept, but. I don't know. I just, I'm not, I'm not really, I mean, I'll, I'll go, I'll go, but you're a good guy. <laughs> I'm not crazy. Like I'll, I'll, I'll pick you up. If you don't like these logistics that you're speaking of, I'll, I'll pick you up. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. We'll see what happens. All right. Uh, we talked about that way longer than I expected. It was a good debate. I did not expect, I did not expect the, the qualms. I was expecting other qualms from you, Rich. I wasn't expecting the, uh, the parking conundrum as, as a main no. reason. You used parking as a main reason. I wasn't. I wasn't like, expecting just it. to was, go down there. I, I, like you keep saying, going down there. Like we're going to like China, <laughs> going down all the way to Wells Fargo Center. It's ten minutes further than the Plustra. It's literally if you GPS it from Plustra to Wells Fargo Center, it takes ten minutes on the highway. It's like a, literally a dozen in one hand, six in the other. It's like the half a dozen in the other. Whatever you know, you know the expression. All right. Yeah. All right, we'll we'll see. We'll you need to come happens. back with some more reasons why you're a- anti. And I think I like, de- I think I debunked them. No, I. I, <laughs> right, I bet you I'm not the only one. I'm, I'm. Excuse me. I know I'm not. I know I'm not the only one. We'll see what happens. I mean, yeah. We'll we'll see what we'll see what happens. All right, that we talked about that way too long. Um. <laughs> all right. So. <laughs> um. The past weekend. Uh, we went to Rhode Island um, to see LaSalle play the University of Rhode Island. Oh, yeah. Um, we appreciate everyone's um, everyone reaching out, you know, giving us recommendations, you know, where to um, where to eat, where to, you know, uh, sightsee. Uh, we met a lot of people on A10 Twitter, um, some people at halftime. Shout out, Rhodey Rampage, Rhodey Vault. And Rody baseline. It was nice meeting you guys. Um, also, it was you know cool going to Muse Tavern, putting the uh, Gola Boys dollar on the one wall. Um, you know, it, it was it was a really good time. And Newport's a really really nice city. Um, yeah, so I feel like so far going to Duquesne and then going to Rhode Island this year, I feel like we've set ourselves up pretty well. Um, so so yeah, anything anything to add? It was definitely the best road trip we've had yeah, so far. It was really fun. I would say. No offense to Duquesne, but Rhode Island is really beautiful. Um we got to experience the seafood and the we went to the bars, had a good time there. Tennis Hall of Fame. Tennis Hall of Fame. Did really not cool. realize it was there. You gotta go I'm to the Tennis to Hall of Fame if you're up there. It's where it's where the US Open originated. And then they outgrew it and moved to Flushing, New York. So it was or wherever that is in New York. Um 
So it was really cool, really cool. Saw the mansions. I understand why students would want to live or go there for college, although it is very cold when they're there for college. The maybe, maybe you do some, yeah, maybe you do some like summer, summer semester, or spring semester yeah. to really enjoy all of it. Well, I would love to go back up there. That's overall yeah. my thoughts. I want to like, go would, back in the spring or summer. Yeah, definitely. I would love that. Um, really looking forward to, I don't know. I, I honestly, I want to plan like another trip up there. Yeah. Um, everything was great. I mean, I, when we met all the, all the roadie bloggers, everyone there is just a true fan. Like everybody loves their school. The atmosphere in there was incredible. Yeah. And we had amazing seats. So we were, we yeah. stuck out like sore thumbs. We all had yellow on and, uh, we were causing some ruckus as well. I would say, I would say in the first half we were feeling pretty good, but, um, the Ryan center in, incredible, really nice facility. Yeah. Really nice. It was renovated in 2019. Is that what we heard? Yes. Um, so that, you know, anytime you hear renovation, some people might be shy to that. But I mean, that was a perfect example of how renovation can really, really do well. Beautiful. I mean, it was beautiful in there. I honestly don't know what it looked like prior to that. But I mean, it looked incredible. It looked absolutely incredible. So I thought it was a good trip considering we drove up Friday, uh, Friday afternoon, mm -hmm. arrived when it was dark out and we left Saturday at what, five o'clock. I mean, we weren't yeah. there long. But we, I felt like we made the most of it. Oh, and absolutely, absolutely. It was, a, it was a lot, a lot of fun considering the, the circumstances. So because we obviously had to get back to Philly for the the birds on Sunday. Yeah. So yeah. So talking about the game itself, <laughs> all right. Um, it seems like Lasalle. Has been playing very solid first halves. You know, we've they've seen a, a trend of it. Yeah, they, they were down by one, down by one to slew at the half, ended up losing by thirteen. Up by one to Davidson, they lost by seven. They're up by eleven, up by eleven to Rhode Island, and they lost by two. They just completely fell apart. I mean, it looks. I mean, they're having these great first half performances, but they just can't complete the game for whatever reason. Yeah, they're. I don't know what it takes to, you know, play the full 40, shout out Nova, but like <laughs> they need to play full 40 minutes. They can't just play 20, you know, was Seriani have to give him a pep talk about, you know, dog mentality, but no, seriously, they need to be able, they can play a good half. You've seen They've beaten so them. many times. They've beaten them. And they beat Rhode Island. I'm saying all these last three games, they were there in the first half. They were like real, like right there. And then they, they fall apart. Um, so I don't know. I don't know why uh, that's happening. I mean, maybe. I mean, the Davidson game. You know, they didn't have. They didn't play um, their starters. I don't know if they would have a bigger lead, but that might have changed the game. Yeah. You know, if Gill, Brantley, Brickus, and Nickelberry played a little more, that could have obviously changed the game. Um, but for Rhode Island, I mean, they were up eleven and even up like 14, 16 points, I think, in the second half. Um, you know, Brantley was giving his all and Nickelberry had, I think, 15 points in the first half, but they, they couldn't buy a bucket at times in the second half and Rhode Island got timely scoring. I mean, Ishmael Leggett shot the ball very, very well. I think it was seven to 12 from the field. I mean, when they're, whenever they needed a clutch bucket, you know, he got it. Um, yeah, I mean, they... I mean, it's a shame because I thought we had it. Um, it was, you know, to sit there in the front row, we were cheering them on. And we kind of, I mean, you kind of told, you were like whispering in my ear, like, ah, uh, like, here they come, here they come, yeah. here they come. And there was know, going to be a run. They pulled it out. Yeah. They, we, yeah we, we've seen it run. before. We've seen it before. The team, the opposing team goes on a nice run and we never recover. And that's what it felt like. Even though it was a close game, I, I didn't feel very confident when we were. We were up like no. five or six. I didn't feel good at all. You know what I mean? Well, at like the end, at the end of the game. Yeah, we yeah. no, but like we were still. Win I'm talking about like when we were still winning. Yeah, yeah and when the, we were up, the crowd was, yeah. was getting louder. Oh, the crowd was so loud. And louder. They got into it. And they took into it because like once it was yeah. so loud in there. You're right. Once they got into it and they were cutting the lead and cutting the lead. Um, I'd say they had momentum the entire second half. That's how it felt. <laughs> like for I would say like maybe past like, the ten minute mark, but. I would say like the whole, it felt like the whole game. I don't I don't remember the the whole I half. I felt like they just had the momentum. 
Um, what I think happened, and this is me just watching from a as a fan, I, I saw aggressiveness, but just did not produce. It didn't produce, What's right? Like, yeah, I saw Khalil like attack and attack. attack, attack yeah, I feel like attack, attack and attack, attack and attack, but and and there was just like a missed layup or mm-hmm. a missed shot or, and it just didn't feel like they were in sync. You know, when one shot falls, the second one feels a whole lot easier. You know what I mean? And so on and so forth. It seemed like they needed a spark and they never got it. Yeah. I... So they're running their motions. Like they're doing everything they need to do to get the ball into to, to where it needs to be. They just didn't finish the job on like eight possessions in a row or something. It felt like yeah. eight possessions in a row. So I... I could see like anger. Like we were sitting pretty close. I could see disappointment. Like they were not in sync. Like they were like pissed they were pissed they saw it fading away they saw this lead fading away and they were like telling each other like get get with it like khalil the leader was like drama like come on like snap out of it or get get to it like i saw a lot of leadership in the in a tough way right like where they're like someone's got to take it take control that's khalil's team like you could tell he was like wake up wake up we are we are still in this game we were up five. It didn't feel like we were up five. No. It felt like we were down 12. League and oil. And and we were just, they were just fading. So like, I just think there's there's some sort of play there where you, 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 you get that momentum back. And I don't know what that is. Like, it just felt like the shots weren't falling and, and they just didn't get enough of them. They didn't get enough of those, those position. They didn't put themselves in a position <clears throat> to give themselves the confidence back. It yeah. was foul shots, if anything. Like, they just hit, they hit like maybe one or two foul shots in the second half where they're like, okay, yeah. that's decent. I feel like, I mean, like that's what they are. We had like a Nickelberry miss dunk. We oh, had yeah, that, a that, 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 that killed The crowd us. loved that. And then yeah, we had a miss. I think that would have put us up one or three. I forgot. I think it would have put us up one. But I feel Khalil at times tries to do much. He tries to take on the trees. Like he'll try to like take on the big guys and then put English on the ball and like I feel like at times when they need a bucket he wants it like he's giving a like he's giving one hundred twenty percent and then everyone else is like giving eighty not not like yeah. you know everyone's trying but like he is on like turbo yes and like at like not like out of control but like he's trying so hard to like will his team and score and he's trying to like take on you know the big guys the trees and you know he's getting blocked and or he's trying to put English on the ball because that's the only way, you know, to get a shot attempt yeah. off. I mean, it's, it's, or he's tough, looking for somebody and nobody's he's looking there. For somebody. Yeah. I mean, nobody's yeah, there. Decore, yeah. That's what I saw. That one past the core. I mean, he, I mean, it's like, he's probably the one guy to get that bucket. Like he's your go-to guy that to get your bucket. Like, I mean, no, if you, like he's the ball, he's the guy you want to have the ball in his hand. If you want a bucket and, you know, he wasn't able, you know, he, he wasn't able to score, um, yeah, I mean they're playing. Yeah. I feel like the guards played pretty good on ball defense for Rhode Island. Um, you kept seeing the lead, the the lead shrink and shrink and shrink. And another thing that killed LaSalle, and I feel like I lost my voice over it, was the offensive rebounding on Rhode Island. Oh, yeah. I was like box, 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 and I feel like I like didn't have you yell it, voice. Like, I saw you, I say it a lot. It's like my go-to do. thing, but. <laughs> Every play. Rhode Island got so many offensive rebounds. And when you give a team so many second chance opportunities, they're eventually going to um, capitalize on those. And, you know, when you got Ishmael Leggett and Brayon Freeman and um, Sincere Carrier, I feel like that guy's so money at the free throw line. Um, yeah, you can't give teams like that and players like that second chance opportunities. And, you know, and when you do that, you know that that's how they lost the game. You can't, yeah. you can't, you you can't give teams like that in this league second chance opportunities, or you're going to lose. Yeah, definitely. One thing, uh, we 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 had great seats. It's not a big deal to us. Um, we shout out. I don't think we uh, shout out to the athletics. athletics specifically. Beth, you know who you are. Yeah, no, we'll shout out Beth. Okay, he's the best. Thank you, Beth. 
Um, great experience. I don't think I've ever sat so close. That wasn't courtside. Also not a big deal to us. Uh, but one of the things that I noticed, and I don't, I don't know how often we experienced this at LaSalle, but it was so loud in there. It was and loud. as an opponent, it's so difficult. Like, can you imagine, like, I could see um, Brickus, he was dribbling up and he was like trying to call a play out. He was trying to, and he did use his hands. Like it was like so loud. Nobody could hear him talk. No one could hear it from Dunphy talk or anybody yell. So it was just crazy for me to, I, it's been a few, it's been a while since I've experienced an atmosphere like that, sitting that closely. And I imagine that yeah. it affected you won't the get players. That at the Wells Fargo Center. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sixers games? No. All right. Um, that's a whole other topic, Rich. Um, <laughs> back to what I was saying. It's uh, it affected them. It affected them big time, right? Like they just no, it on. did. It did. It was like I'm trying to think of like the adjective to describe that. It was like I don't even I can't even think of a word to describe it. But it was like a just how loud it was so quickly. It was like they came in like you know waves. You know, not the roadie way. Like, you know what I mean? It just came in the way, like how loud the sound in the Ryan Center. It it was just crazy how, you know, the momentum that got louder and louder. It wasn't even full. It wasn't, it wasn't even even full, full like, the, yeah, but it just, like, it, it's crazy how loud it got in there. Commentators say that a lot. They'll be like, it's it's loud in here. And I never it's really like, bought that. I thought they were just saying that sometimes, you know, like just to be pretty... be nice and like pro home yeah. team. But it was it was legitimately loud, and that definitely played a part in it. Especially when yeah. Nickelberry missed the dunk, and people people got after it. We we may have been the reason they were so loud as well, because the three of us we got several comments that the three of us were were actually loud, like they could hear us. Yeah, I mean, there's several. It was like really, there was like twenty of you. Yeah, like someone someone yeah. said that. I forget who it was. I yeah. think I actually knew who it was. But um, it was three of us, and I thought we did a pretty good job. Definitely. We definitely I mean, brought the noise. It probably helped that we were like right next to the court. Yeah, it did. But we we can talk about the game at length, but it did feel like other games we've seen before, just in enemy territory. Yeah. Right. Like a lot of things that we can take away from this that have, have repeated yeah. that we, we've said in previous pods. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a shame, but you know, you just wish you had just one more spark there to keep that going. Yeah, I mean, I know you were saying, you kept saying to me that Rhode Island had revenge on their mind. Yeah. You know, us beating them at Gola. I was hoping that, you know, Archie would be a little too high off of his win against Dayton uh, earlier in the week. And I thought that was the case when we are up yeah. in the first half by double digits and even in the second half. But it's it's hard to win on the road in college basketball. Yep. And I, I, I don't know if I can credit the crowd, but like the crowd took over and we kind of, you know, just lost the momentum. We couldn't buy a bucket. And, you know, that game kind of, you know, we let it get away from us. Yeah. Here's a pro tip for when you are in enemy territory and you want to make yourself louder. And this is like scientifically proven. Wait, you're going to say what I think you're going to say? We would go, instead of saying defense. Oh, yeah, you are. You are. It's a pro tip that I've got as a guy. Well, God, you know, we've been in front of the student section since 09. So we know a thing or two about cheering and we still yell during the games. We still lead <laughs> chance instead of saying defense and using more of your, your, your muscles in your throat, just go, he, huh? And it sounds like defense to literally everyone in It'll the help building. Your Nobody hears the D or the F in fence. <laughs> All they hear is right. he, huh? That's all you need to do, and it will work. I guarantee you. Try this at your local sports venue, and you'll be you'll be pleasantly surprised how much more you can you can lengthen your voice and just keep uh, that going throughout the whole the whole game. It, and it's throat, it's a pro tip for me, and it's worked for me. So I hope it works for you too. Your throat will thank you too. Yeah, I was I was fine later on, and Rich, on the other hand, it was a great case study. Rich was saying defense thoroughly, like he was. No, spelling I always it say because I feel like I have to say because I feel like. Someone has to say it in the group, or oh, it's not like, going to. So you're very superstitious about that, I guess. I feel like I have to say it. It didn't like, work. It didn't work because we lost. <laughs> but that's or, that's not about, not about that. I feel like I have to say it because I. Don't, I feel like if all three, it's not going to ha- 
Do you think if all three people say he had, it's all going to sound? It sounds exactly the same as defense. It's a fact. I mean, right. we could ask we could ask our roadie fans if anybody's listening to this. Oh, there's no way. There's no. There, there's no. They're not going to know. They're not going to know because I I said it and then you just followed up, so they probably heard me say the D and then they heard yeah. that he has. Yeah, so. yeah. You could start it with a defense and you then you got to start with it. Yeah, you got to start it with the defense and then you go he has. And then you he's not going to know. Yeah, it's it's a it's a foolproof plan, and we encourage you all to try it out as, as a yeah. as a little. Uh, you wouldn't lose your voice. Little pro tip. Yeah. Also, I I will say I just. I'm pretty damn loud, so maybe the, I don't know why. I just I got pipes. <laughs> oh um, man, no, that was yeah. Aside from the loss, it was a great time. One last thing we we must mention: we're saving the best for last here. Uh, earlier today, before we recorded, Mister Big Five, Fran Dunphy, gave us each a call and thanked us for driving to Rhode Island and support the explorers and he he made a joke about it he was like well i wish i sat with you guys during the game because he was frustrated with the team uh such a classic fred dunphy response i would say when 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 talking with him over the phone but it was very cool to see on your phone appear it it said literally it said francis dunphy is calling you and i just thought that spoke volumes to his character it was a really great thing to to hear to you know, to hear from his voice, his the words from his mouth that he supports what we're doing. And it and he said LaSalle needs that. He needs more people like that. So if that isn't an indicator that he is highly invested in this, like he went out of his way to call us and to boost the profile of the program. Like I don't know what else will I don't know who else would do that. Like I know you, you mentioned this, Rich, but like I don't think Ash ever talked to us once. I mean, <laughs> and there's certain people in the department that never talked to us. So it's like, you know, we're here. Like, feel free to reach out to us. Dunphy has obviously wanted to talk to us. And he, he meant to at the Mason game. He just didn't get around to it. So he called us. I mean, that's just, it's those one-to-one connections that make for people that are on the fence, people that are maybe not as interested in LaSalle basketball. That is what can sway them and push them forward in, into becoming a big supporter. You know, it's the little things. It's the little things. And granted, I just, I felt really like it was a very short call. It was like a minute, mm-hmm. two minutes. But just to hear his voice and hear him say, like, you know, we appreciate you guys for coming out. That meant the world to us. That meant the world to us, Rich. Yeah. So I was, you know, I think wrapping up my lunch or like halfway on my lunch, I look at my phone. It says, uh, like, you know, I hear my like watch vibrate. I'm like, who's calling me? And I look, it says like Francis Dunphy. I was like, what? Like, no <laughs> way. I was like, I I literally didn't know how to answer it. Like, he was like, hey, is this rich? And I was like, uh. <laughs> like, but I mean, I it just goes to show the little things matter. Like, that made such an impression on us. It just yeah. goes a long way. You know, we drove all the way out to, you know, Rhode Island. We took half days on work on Friday. And, you know, a simple call to thank you for going to the game. Obviously, you know, we're lucky being like a smaller school, but I mean, I feel like that just goes such a long way. And yeah, that made such an impression on the three of us. Um, just goes to show you why people say Fran Dumpling is such a great guy. He does everything by the book. And um, I mean, that just made an impression on us. And I mean, that's something I feel like we'll never forget. Yeah. Um, you know, a legend of the big five. Um you know, all his coaching accolades and, you know, to take time out of his day to call three individual, three individuals who made a road trip up to see his team play on the weekend that, I mean, it just speaks to the the guy he is. It, it, it's just yeah. unbelievable. It was, yeah, I was it like, is. oh my gosh, that, that's, this is really, really cool. Yeah. I wanted to like get off the phone quickly so that he could get back to work. Like I felt like I was taking yeah. his time. So my call is short because I, I didn't want to distract him yeah, from the goals. Short, so. <laughs> but all in all yeah it was really cool it was really cool there is one negative about this though and that is he didn't bring up the podcast or the twitter to us so he so like it's a good thing he doesn't want i he's not listening that means he's working he doesn't need our baloney no but wouldn't it be nice if he was like you know i loved uh in episode 43 uh rich (laughs) you you talked about you know that tough loss and how we need i totally agree with it you know what i mean like that is a bummer that he Fran doesn't. I mean, he's listen. focused on the task. He doesn't. Yeah. 
I wish us. Fran listened to us. No, no, maybe he will. I, honestly, you're right. It is for the better. I'm just being oh, selfish. I'm just being selfish that Fran Dunphy, in fact, is not of a Twitter. He doesn't follow us. And he also does not uh, listen to our pod. But that's probably a good thing. That was the only that was the only thing I, I found funny. It was like, you know, he, he, he wasn't going to bring that up. He is no, he, oh, no, no, he's bigger fish to fry. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was awesome. So he's, he's watching that tape, grinding tape. That's um, right. So another thing we'd like to announce is that we are going to do another road trip. Yep. Um, I think the date is February 18th. We're going to go to George Mason um, on a Saturday. I believe it's at 4? 4 o'clock? I think it's 4 o'clock. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, let us know any recommendations around Mason. Um, I think it's a two and a half hour drive. Might be more, but I think it's like two and a half hour drive with like no traffic. So we'll try to go try to beat that traffic. But yeah, let us know. Hit us up. Um, if you have any recommendations of where to go to. I forget the na- the pregame spot they have. It was like I forget what it oh, was. Oh, it's um by George. No, no, no. The pregame spot. Um like the restaurant that they were having a reception to, it's it a, it's like called O George. And, oh, really? I thought it was like tables and something. Tables it's called O George Tables and Tap House. Oh, tables. Okay, okay. It's called O George Exclamation Point Tables and Top House. Top. What is the? What is it called? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, let us know. Let us know. Um, we're excited about it. Hopefully, I can get a W on on that road trip. Um, anything else to add about that? Looking forward to seeing the the Green Machine. We don't have the biggest band, or really sometimes I don't think we have any band at all. And like I have a trumpet. Mason has an, an insanely talented group of people called the Green Machine. So we're really looking forward to seeing the the drum major or the director, whatever he is, lead that awesome band. So I'm looking forward to it. Eagle Eagle Bank Arena will be fun. So can't wait. Yep. Yep. So. Recording on Monday night, LaSalle plays against George Washington on Wednesday. And it should be a good game. I know George Washington lost by 15 to Fordham. And, I mean, they're having a pretty good A-10 season. Um, I'm really looking forward to the guard play, the matchup between Brickus Brantley, Hill, and Nickelberry against Bishop, Adams, and um, Edwards. I don't know if he got hurt. Uh, but oh. I can't. I I can't wait for that guard matchup, um, because Bishop and Adams are one of the best scoring duos, I think, actually in the country. I think probably close to like forty points a game. So I can't wait for that matchup on Wednesday. Um, and I think I think it'll be winnable. I mean, I, yeah, I can't wait for that. I know last year was very high scoring when they played them. I think I think GBWB is pretty good last year. They're a fun team. They're yeah, they're really a fun cool. team, and they have two pretty big. Good bigs and uh, Lindo and Dean. I feel like Dean like ate us up last year, so I can't wait for that matchup on Wednesday. Um, and then on Sunday, we play St. Joe's. Um, hopefully we can get revenge on them at Hawk Hill. Can't wait for that. Another good you know guard matchup with you know our guards and you know Cam Brown, Eric Reynolds, Lynn Greer has been playing out of his mind lately. Um, so yeah, I can't wait for these next two matchups. Should be a lot of fun with our guards and their guards. Um, so hopefully we can break the five game losing streak and, you know, get a victory against, uh, either or both against, yeah, let's get two W let's get two W's. They're both very tough right now. Yeah. Like they're, both bro- they're playing good ball. They're both playing, playing good ball. really good ball. Some would you say... play two halves. When yeah. you play two halves to get yeah. a victory, you can't play one half to, against these teams because they're playing really, really good ball and they're good teams and they can score. Yeah. Some would say that GW is like a dark horse candidate to win the A-10 this year. Like, some something tells me that the, this team is built to, like, make a run. Um, I know yeah. I'm not alone in thinking that. And and not so much St. Joe's, but they're really <laughs> hot right now. St. Joe's has got they got a big road win against Mason mm-hmm. in a close game, so they're feeling good about themselves. So I don't know. This is a really yeah. tough test. These next two games, it's going to tell us a lot about them. And, and if if we can't get either if we can't get a win out of either of these games, I'm going to be very concerned that we are we are yeah. going to be joining Loyola as like who's worse. 
like that conversation is going to happen. You know what I mean? If we can't beat one of these two teams, like I'm, I'm going to yeah, start I mean, thinking both- about who is worse, us or Loyola, which is really a really bad look for us because Loyola is terrible. Yeah, we haven't gotten really blown out by like anyone the attack. Know, because we're, we're like real pesky. Eighth, they've gotten blown out. Um, I feel like they've gotten blown out a few times. I feel like they're they're playing better ball. Um, but these two teams are very very good. I feel like St. Joe's playing very good ball lately. And you've kind of heard you haven't heard anything about Billy Lang. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone was like, obviously they're playing, you know, good ball, great guard play. And you haven't heard anything from, you know, people talking this and that about, you know, Billy's got to go. Obviously, it's been a disappointment, but like his guards and, you know, that talent of their backcourt has been on full display. And you've seen that um, recently. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Whew. Won't be easy. No, not at all. You want to close it down? Yeah, let's shut it down. That, that was quite That's, the episode. Yeah, that was fun. It was spirited, one might say. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's how you can define it. <laughs> well, we're off to uh, George Washington. Well, we're off to seeing George Washington at Gola. Yeah. But we're, we're going to be going to George Mason we're really looking forward to that. So as Rich said, please send us your recommendations. Any other thoughts? We'll tweet it out as well. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a lot of fun. So please make sure you guys follow us and uh, subscribe and rate us. I don't even know how to check how many subscribers we have. There's got to be a way, but I'm yeah, really not sure. Well. If anyone is good at figuring that yeah, stuff how do you out. Listen, how do you know how many subscribers you have? Yeah, that's a good question for everyone. We're we're new still, so like there's still things we're learning. So please shoot us uh, some pro tips on how to get some subscribers. We gave you a great pro tip in going he hunt instead of defense. <laughs> now you guys need to return the favor and tell us how we can find the number of subscribers are on our podcast. Um, yeah, let's get let's get a dub. We need a dub soon. We're yeah. fading fast. They've lost five in a row. We gotta Not get G-dub. a dub. Yeah, we gotta get a G dub. Let's yeah. go. But until then. It's a great day to be an explorer. Fight on.